This is Economy Watch. What you need to know about New Zealand's economic life today. Brought to you by interest.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Tuesday's Economy Watch where we follow the economic events and trends that affect New Zealand. I'm David Chaston and this is the international edition from interest.co.nz. Today we leave with news of some big moves by some big companies on the climate front. But first remember the US and Canada are still on holiday today. In China, eyes are on a resurfacing financial threat, bad loans in the property development sector. Developers expanded aggressively post-pandemic but didn't factor in the impact of tougher lending and leverage rules. And that has sparked a liquidity crisis and missed debt payments for a number of large players. Policymakers are worried about a potential contagion. In Singapore, a kind of regional poster child for opening up, Delta is getting them to change course with reimposed restrictions. German factory orders are expected to be down 1% in July from June, but in fact they rose 3.4%, booting on the prior month's healthy rise. Export orders were where the surprise gains came from. And some of that rise comes from strong orders for electric cars. BMW said it has orders for $33 billion in electric batteries, up more than 60% in just half a year. They claim they are just responding to customer order levels. And the price of aluminium continues to rise, now to 10-year high. A coup in the West African country of Guinea, a world-leading bauxite supplier, production cutbacks in China and India over lack of electricity and fast-rising demand have all contributed to the recent surge. And we should note that News Corp, long obsessed with the ABC in Australia, has done an about-face after years of casting doubt on climate change and attacking politicians and other media who favoured corrective action and are now planning an editorial campaign advocating a carbon-neutral future. They are sensing they have lost this conservative battle. This will leave its after-dark commenters high and dry in Australia, with only anti-vaccine COVID denial left to prosecute there. In Australia, job ad levels in August fell 2.5% from July, but that is off a high base. This indicator is holding up much better than last year, in line with other key indicators such as consumer confidence. ANZ economist expectations are that activity should again rebound once restrictions ease, so this weakness will be temporary. But not everyone thinks the snapback from the current lockdowns will actually happen, like the CBA head of Australian economics. The US Treasury 10-year yield opens today at just under 1.33% and unchanged. And the price of gold was softish yesterday, down by another $5 and now $1,823 an ounce. And oil prices have stayed lower. So in the US they're just under $69 a barrel, while the international Brent prices dipped to just under $72 a barrel. And the Kiwi dollar opens the day at 71.4 US cents and just marginally softer than this time yesterday. Against the Australian dollar was softer too at just under 96 Australian cents and against the euro was softer at 60.1 euro cents. That means our trade weighted index starts today at just on 74.1 but still above the 72 to 74 range of the past 10 months. And the Bitcoin price has risen 2.7% from this time yesterday now at $51,684 to levels last seen in May. Volatility in the past 24 hours has been modest at just over plus or minus 1.9%. You can find links to the articles mentioned today in our show notes. Get more news affecting the economy in New Zealand from interest.co.nz. Kia ora, I'm David Chaston, and we'll do this again tomorrow.